Section two of Enoch Arden by Alfred Lord Tennyson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. So these were wed, and merrily rang the bells, and merrily ran the years, seven happy years, seven happy years of health and competence, and mutual love and honorable toil, with children, first a daughter in him woke with his first babe's first cry the noble wish to save all earnings to the uttermost and give his child a better bringing up than his had been or hers a wish renewed when two years after came a boy to be the rosy idol of her solitudes while enoch was abroad on wrathful seas or often journeying landward for in truth enoch's white horse and enoch's ocean spoil an ocean-smelling osier and his face rough reddened with a thousand winter gales not only to the market cross were known but in the leafy lanes behind the down far as the portal warding lion whelp and peacock yew tree of the lonely hall whose friday fair was enoch's ministering then came a change as all things human change ten miles to northward of the narrow port opened a larger haven thither used enoch at times to go by land or sea and once when there and clambering on a mast in harbor by mischance he slipped and fell a limb was broken when they lifted him and while he lay recovering there his wife bore him another son a sickly one another hand crept too across his trade taking her bread and theirs and on him fell although a grave and staid god-fearing man yet lying thus inactive doubt and gloom he seemed as in a nightmare of the night to see his children leading evermore low miserable lives of hand to mouth and her he loved a beggar then he prayed save them from this whatever comes to me and while he prayed the master of that ship enoch had served in hearing his mischance came for he knew the man and valued him reporting of his vessel china bound and wanting yet a boatswain would he go there yet were many weeks before she sailed sailed from this port would enoch have the place and enoch all at once assented to it rejoicing at that answer to his prayer so now that shadow of mischance appeared no graver than as when some little cloud cuts off the fiery highway of the sun and isles alight in the offing yet the wife when he was gone the children what to do then enoch lay long pondering on his plans to sell the boat and yet he loved her well how many a rough sea had he weathered in her he knew her as a horseman knows his horse and yet to sell her then with what she brought by goods and stores set annie forth in trade with all that seamen needed or their wives so might she keep the house while he was gone should he not trade himself out yonder go this voyage more than once yea twice or thrice as oft as needed last returning rich become the master of a larger craft with fuller profits lead an easier life have all his pretty young ones educated 
and passes days in peace among his own thus enoch in his heart determined all then moving homeward came on annie pale nursing the sickly babe her latest born forward she started with a happy cry and laid the feeble infant in his arms whom enoch took and handled all his limbs appraised his weight and fondled father-like but had no heart to break his purposes to annie till the morrow when he spoke then first since enoch's golden ring had girt her finger annie fought against his will yet not with brawling opposition she but manifold entreaties many a tear many a sad kiss by day by night renewed sure that all evil would come out of it besought him supplicating if he cared for her or his dear children not to go he not for his own self-caring but her her and her children let her plead in vain so grieving held his will and bore it through for enoch parted with his old sea-friend bought annie goods and stores and set his hand to fit their little streetward sitting-room with shelf and corner for the goods and stores so all day long till enoch's last at home shaking their pretty cabin hammer and axe auger and saw while annie seemed to hear her own death scaffold raising shrilled and rang till this was ended and his careful hand the space was narrow having ordered all almost as neat and close as nature packs her blossom or her seedling paused and he who needs would work for annie to the last ascending tired heavily slept till morn and enoch faced this morning of farewell brightly and boldly all his annie's fears save as his annie's were a laughter to him yet enoch as a brave god-fearing man bowed himself down and in that mystery where god in man is one with man in god prayed for a blessing on his wife and babes whatever came to him and then he said annie this voyage by the grace of god will bring fair weather yet to all of us keep a clean hearth and a clear fire for me for i'll be back my girl before you know it then lightly rocking baby's cradle and he this pretty puny weakly little one nay for i love him all the better for it god bless him he shall sit upon my knees and i will tell him tales of foreign parts and make him merry when i come home again come annie come cheer up before i go him running on thus hopefully she heard and almost hoped herself but when he turned the current of his talk to graver things in sailor fashion roughly sermonizing on providence and trust in heaven she heard heard and not heard him as the village girl who sets her pitcher underneath the spring musing on him that used to fill it for her hears and not hears and lets it overflow at length she spoke o oh, enoch you are wise and yet for all your wisdom well know i that i shall look upon your face no more well then said enoch i shall look on yours annie the ship i sail in passes here he named the day get you a seaman's glass spy out my face and laugh at all your fears but when the last of those last moments came annie my girl cheer up be comforted look to the babes and till i come again keep everything shipshape 
for i must go and fear no more for me or if you fear cast all your cares on god that anchor holds is he not yonder in those uttermost parts of the morning if i flee to these can i go from him and the sea is his the sea is his he made it enoch rose cast his strong arms about his drooping wife and kissed his wonder-stricken little ones but for the third the sickly one who slept after a night of feverous wakefulness when annie would have raised him enoch said wake him not let him sleep how should the child remember this and kissed him in his cot but annie from her baby's forehead clipped a tiny curl and gave it this he kept through all his future but now hastily caught his bundle waved his hand and went his way End of section 2